0: Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of Granite Town Media's Inside Milford, a podcast about the inner workings of the town of Milford. My name is Tim Finan. I'm a member of the Granite Town Media's advisory committee, and I will be a host for these podcasts, or until they kick me out of here. <laughs> tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> The goal of these podcasts is to provide the general public, uh, presumably residents of Milford, information concerning the function and governing of the town of Milford. Over the course of this series, we hope to have guests uh, such as town leaders, elected officials, department heads, and other folks who could provide a window into what makes our town function. This project is a work in progress, and this format will likely evolve as we discover what works, what doesn't work, as well as what sort of feedback we get from you, the listener. Stay tuned after this episode for information on how to get in touch with us, with your comments, criticisms, and any ideas you may have for future podcasts. Our first guest is Milford's town administrator, Mark Bender. Mark has been with Milford, has been Milford's town administrator, and I hope I got this right, since December of 2014? That's correct. 2014. Mm-hmm. So he's coming up on five years. Welcome, Mark. Thanks for coming. Well, thank you, Tim. It's uh, it's a pleasure to join you. I'm not sure how I was selected to go first, but uh, <laughs> but it's it's truly an honor. Well, the the idea actually was to kind of start at the top. I mean, I mean <laughs> oh. honestly, I mean, I, we didn't want to start oh. with the selectmen because because technically they're they're on top of you they uh, are. in the pecking yes, uh, order. Uh, but you seemed like a, a good place to start. Um, we did as we did discuss about this this yesterday. Um, what i'm hoping this is going to be is um well it'll just be a conversation i do have a bunch of questions kind of a framework that i want to get through but if we don't let's take the conversation wherever it goes and um and go from there and see what happens sounds great okay so my first so okay actually one more thing what what i kind of would like to do I, i want i was hoping these podcasts would be more more functional rather than like current events like t- uh, for you I want to talk about what is a town administrator like what the job is what the um, you know the job description and then you know talk a little bit about you what the town administrator does on a day to day basis and then you know since we're lucky enough to have you here I'd be remiss if we didn't get into some current affairs like the roads <laughs> <trying to find laughs> yeah. out what's going on with the roads sure. that sort of stuff so okay. so let's get that off So so can you tell us what is, actually, what is a town administrator? What's the role of, of that position?
1: Well, well, my role as, uh, as town administrator is, is really to handle the day-to-day operations of the town. Um, it includes uh, all town departments, police, fire, ambulance, uh, community development, finance, uh, all of those typical uh, departments. I didn't mention all of them, so hopefully nobody is uh, dis- dismayed by that. Well, hopefully uh,
0: over the course of the, t- of the year, we'll get them we'll, in too, we'll, so we'll to, okay, good. So they'll have a chance to uh, badmouth I, you.
1: I do not have responsibility for library or uh, water utilities. Uh, those uh, department heads report to other uh, boards and commissions.
0: Now, you're not, you're not elected. I am not elected. So either. is there any statutory definition of a town administrator, do you have any um, responsibilities to the law?
1: I uh, certainly have responsibilities to the law, but the position town administrator is not covered by any New Hampshire statute. Uh, cities, towns, well towns are, are free to mold the, uh, the position to fit their needs. Uh, my specific duties and responsibilities, uh, are directed by and determined by, uh, the Milford, uh, Board of Selectmen. Uh, town managers, on the other hand, are covered by New Hampshire statute. I believe it's RSA 37, uh, but uh, but that does not apply to town
0: administrators. Okay, yeah, I did want to get into other forms of government in a little bit, and we can talk about the town manager sure. then. Um, so you report to the selectmen? I do. All five of them equally? All, all five of them, and so, it's, it's interesting and unique in that uh, – uh,
1: I mean, I've been in in business and 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 a corporate executive for the biggest part of my career, and uh, this is the first time where I find that I have new managers or new new uh, new bosses on a, uh, a potentially annual basis, where we have uh, one or two uh, elected annually.
0: Yeah, that must be challenging. I would think it would be. Oh, it's fun. <laughs> so um, okay, so you put so you don't have you don't. Have any different relationship with the chairman of the board than the other? It's, it's all five are
1: equal. Uh, all, all five are, are equal. Uh, the relationship with the chairman is certainly a little more frequent. Uh, we do get together and talk about uh, agendas and, uh, and set those things uh, for every uh, upcoming uh, Board of uh, Selectmen's meeting, uh, as well as talk about things for the town report or, or other things that are going on on, on a regular basis.
0: Great. So is is your position, are you uh, under contract or are you an employee at will? I am not under contract. Uh, is that typical?
1: Uh, I, it's probably split. Uh, a contract was uh, not offered uh, nor uh, did I uh, ask for one. I'm pretty comfortable in, in my abilities and uh, uh, I really didn't feel a need uh, nor
0: nor a desire for a contract. Okay. That sounds good. So you mentioned the department has before. So. The department heads report to you. Yes. So there's i um, five six, so is it more than that? Oh, it's
1: it's more than that. Is that? Yeah.
0: yeah. So we got police, fire, DPW,
1: um, assessing, okay. community development, uh, recreation,
0: uh, uh, public works. Okay. So do you um, off the top of your head, do you know how many how many employees are there these days? We have uh, about 107 full time oh. employees. Um,
1: we should also include finance and human resources in that list, so okay. it's, it gets gets to be a pretty good list when you uh, when you include everyone.
0: So, so your th- these folks all report to you. So, I, I assume when it comes time for like performance reviews and stuff, you do the performance reviews for the department heads, and they trickle down. Yes. that type of thing. Yes, mm-hmm. cool. Sounds good. All right. So let's talk a little bit about you personally. Uh, As I said earlier, you were hired in December of 2014. I found this because I I Googled you when I was trying to. I was doing my homework, so I I Googled you. (laughs) uh, Anything good? (laughs) Actually, a couple things good came up that that I'll actually uh, talk about. Um, I'll say that right off since you asked it. I I see that you won an award in, um, (laughs) uh, actually, was that this year? That looks like it was this year. The, um, uh, what is this called? The Russ Marco Municipal Advocate of the Year? Correct. Yes. What, what's that about? All that about?
1: was uh, presented at the uh, New Hampshire Municipal uh, Managers Association annual uh, convention uh, this past November, uh, and I have to say, it, it, to me, it came out of the blue. It was totally uh, unexpected. Um, as you know, there's a, a lot of legislative activity that goes on during the uh, the calendar, and. Uh, uh, Last year, uh, there were a number of uh, legislative items that I felt uh, uh, deeply concerned uh, the, the town of Milford. And I was uh, uh, pretty vocal about them and uh, engaged the select board in, in a number of those uh, legislative items so that we could uh, talk to our legislators and, uh, and position the town of Milford as best we could. And uh, I, I, I guess I was a little too frequent, maybe, because <laughs> uh, they recognized it and uh, presented me with a
0: very nice plaque. That's great. So uh, just briefly, what is the New Hampshire Mun- Municipal Association? uh the nhma is uh organized
1: uh to represent uh, mean all municipalities in new hampshire they are a, uh, a lobbyist uh, for uh, for cities and towns uh, most municipal managers uh, town administrators city managers town managers uh, are uh, members of that and uh, and participate in it uh, for the benefit of their their towns
0: great and congratulations on that. Thank you. I didn't see that till, like I said, till I Googled you. <laughs> so came right up. Um, so like I said, when, that's how I found out that you were, you were hired. And, and I knew it was general in that area, but I wasn't sure. Um, so can you give us a little background? Who you are? Where did you, know, you go to school? What have you been doing before here? Uh, give us your resume. You're interviewing for the job. Geez, I was going to say, <laughs> it's, it sounds like a job interview here. Well, um, it's for the, it's so the folks at home know who you are.
1: I. Um, I grew up in uh, in the Midwest, uh, Indiana. Went to uh, went to college at Indiana State. Graduated with a degree in accounting. Uh, I won't say what year, but it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> During my um, uh, professional career, I did work at, uh, as a controller. I chose the uh, the the business the manufacturing side of, of accounting that's where my uh, my interest was mm-hmm. uh, so I was a controller for a company for a while decided that I really would prefer to get into general management and have an opportunity to uh, to run a plant uh, kind of a circ- circuitous route to that uh, uh, different positions led me into uh, HR and sales and marketing and uh, and a, a wide range variety of responsibilities and uh, finally an opportunity came up to run a manufacturing plant uh, during the course of my career, I've been uh, fortunate to have lived from sea to shining sea. It's been uh, been a great experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, uh, I was uh, a regional vice president, uh, responsible for five manufacturing plants in five different states. So there was wow. a lot of travel involved, and uh, you know, that has its advantages, but, uh, but also a lot of disadvantages, on uh, uh, particularly with family.
0: Mm-hmm. I can imagine all those things um, contribute to and we will get to it when you get to this job. I would think it all um, fits together. I just noticed, I was reading your, uh, the <coughs> press release that was in the t- Telegraph when you were hired. It says you used to be over in uh, Wilton. So I, just, I just prior to here? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was uh, Pep Direct? Is that, is, that, is that the place that's over by, uh, what's that park out there? Um, it's Goss Park
1: maybe not sure about that okay uh, Pepdirect is a manufacturing plant uh uh started by uh paralyzed veterans of america and uh oh. subsequently sold uh where it became uh Pep they do uh fundraisers uh, uh direct mail uh for a number of uh nationally recognized uh not-for-profit organizations
0: oh good so you're over in Amherst now. How long have you been in Amherst? Uh, we, uh, when we moved to New Hampshire uh, uh, about 10 years ago, we
1: settled in uh, Amherst. Uh, our younger son uh, graduated from uh, Sohegan High School nice. uh, before attending the uh, University of Rhode Island and graduating from there and then launching into uh, a career with, hopefully a career with the uh, United States Marine Corps. Nice. Uh, We have two other children. Uh, Our daughter uh, lives in the uh, Boston area, and uh, our older son is uh, down in the uh, New York City area. He and his wife live on Rockaway Beach.
0: Oh, very nice. Very nice. So I noticed in your press release, too, that you have, uh, it says in your spare time you enjoy reading and Bike riding and woodworking—is that all still true, or is it, that? It is all true. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite book? Oh, geez. Or what are you reading now? If you are
1: uh, actually right now, I'm, I'm doing more woodworking uh, <laughs> than reading. Uh, I just finished a um, uh, Ken Follett uh, novel. Uh, it was about a thousand pages long, so I decided uh, enough reading for now. I'd better do something else. So, uh, so I'm doing some uh, woodworking projects. Um, Bicycling's been uh, been a, uh, a hobby, a near passion, I guess, mm-hmm. since uh, since college. Uh, did a little racing in college and uh, uh, continued cycling, and uh, and then picked up racing again later later in life uh, when we uh, when we moved to Cleveland. So uh, nice. yeah, I love I love cycling. Do you have a bike to work? Uh, I. I don't bike to work. I've I've thought about it, but uh, my rides are a little intense. So oh, uh, they, I, I would probably need to take a shower before uh, <laughs> getting. We, back I into believe
0: it. there's a shower downstairs. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, there is. Yeah. Okay, cool. So okay, sp- okay, Speaking of the job now, so, sure. Day in the life of a town administrator. Oh. So what is what is what's your typical day? What <laughs> what what do you do? Gosh,
1: I'm, I'm not sure there is a typical day. It certainly uh, varies by uh, the season. Uh, very shortly, we'll launch into um, our uh, budget season, and uh, that, that becomes all-encompassing. But uh, you know, typically, I try to have a, a number of uh, projects that we're working on for the town, be it paving projects or uh, uh, trying to do something uh, to uh, spur economic growth uh, within mm-hmm. the town. Uh, working with our uh, larger employers or even uh, trying to plan something to benefit the uh, the downtown merchants and uh, and keep things healthy and vital for the uh, community there's there's always a few um, uh, residential complaints to deal with so we uh, we try that. to handle those on uh, on a, an efficient and effective uh, manner so that uh, all parties are satisfied in uh, the end that
0: that's a, that's actually a good I, I did have that written down did um, we segue into another question here well it's, it's kind of I, my question was how, uh, what is your typical interaction with with residents yeah and so I, I can imagine I know it's true because I've done it. People do call you and, and they complain do. about things. Is that, um, I'm sure you're going to nod and say that is acceptable, but is that? Is that the right process? Well,
1: <clears throat> people will find that I do answer my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm in the office and the phone rings, I I answer it. Mm-hmm. And I don't let it just pop over to, to voicemail, and some people are surprised by that. But, uh and I, I will listen to, to anything. I might ask a resident to call a department head uh, mm-hmm. if I feel the, the matter could be better resolved that way. Um, but but I'm, I'm pretty approachable. I'll, I'll, talk to, I'll talk to anybody.
0: Good. So if someone's angry because of potholes, even though I know there is actually a website that, that they can do it, You'll probably just point them to that website. Uh,
1: I'll, I, I will point them to the website. I'll point them to uh, the, the appropriate department head, whether it's public works, community development, or whatever. But uh, if somebody feels the need to just uh, talk to me, I'm,
0: as, as Ross Pro said, I'm, I'm all ears. Great. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Do you have a lot of day, daily or weekly, I guess, interactions with the department heads? I mean, do you have one-on-ones with all your department heads? Because I, I would think that would start to fill up your time, and that's what the day in the life would be, sitting in meetings all day. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big meetings person.
1: Uh, we have a staff meeting uh, every other week. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, it's, it's one-on-one uh, with the uh, department heads. Uh, I do walk around, uh, not just Town Hall, but, uh, but I'll walk over to the fire station or the police station or ambulance to, uh, to talk to them. Um, it's, I think that one-on-one uh, approach, uh, whether you call it management by walking around or, or management by interacting, uh, it, it's, it's effective and uh, I think it helps. Uh, department heads really know where they stand and, uh, uh, a- and gives us a good way to communicate uh, and help our residents.
0: Great, great. What about the BOS? Do you, what is your typical, they meet twice a month, right? Yeah, usually um, uh, the second and
1: uh, fourth uh, Monday. Uh, if there is a fifth Monday, we have a, uh, another meeting called a fifth Monday forum. Uh, it's less structured, it's, uh, it's a more relaxed meeting without an agenda usually, uh, just to allow a forum for residents to come in and, and talk.
0: So, do you have much to interact other than those two meetings, so possible three during the week? I know you'd mentioned the chairman. The chair will come in for agenda meetings. Yes,
1: he, he'll come in for agenda meetings if uh, other things come up. I try to keep the uh, the board appraised of uh, happenings around town, uh, so that they're uh, they're informed. Uh, as I've told uh, the people that I work with, uh, I don't like surprises. So, uh, so I'd rather you you call me and tell me what's going on and uh i try to maintain that same approach with the board Uh, i'd rather they not be surprised about things uh i'd rather they hear it from me or or member staff
0: great you had mentioned the budget before so what what exactly Because you said we're getting into budget season soon what is your role in (coughs) the budget i know statutorily the budget the selectman's budget it is i'm guessing I I try to do a little work on the budget (laughs)
1: before it gets to the, uh, the selectmen and, uh, you know, the staff will, uh, will all tell you that I, uh, I pull out a fresh red pen every year uh, Mm -hmm. when we, when we start our budget review uh, so that we can, we, so that I can make changes to it. Uh, It's a, it's a nice little joke, I guess, and uh, and we have a lot of fun with it, but, uh, but you know the staff does a really good job working with the finance director uh, uh, pulling a budget together and uh, I, I think they know the town's expectations are that we uh, we provide efficient economical uh, service and we try to come in with a, a, as flat a budget as we we possibly can
0: mm-hmm. so it so so it starts with the department heads roll it up to you and the mm-hmm. selectman kind of. After, well not after the fact but they probably give you guidance if, they do if there is guidance uh, you know at uh, probably at our August board
1: meeting uh, I'll ask the board for some some guidance and some ideas some things that they would uh, specifically uh, like to see in the budget or some direction they specifically want to provide and then um, Paul uh, Calabria, our finance director, will work with the uh, department heads to get a first blush. Um, I'll review that and uh, and make one or Your two changes, hand. probably. <laughs> and uh, this is being recorded. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, a few years back, we we started a Saturday meeting uh, where the department heads had an opportunity to sit down. All of us sat down and reviewed uh, the the budget in detail with, um, with both the Board of Selectmen and the Budget Advisory Committee. And that meeting turned out to be really effective. Everybody got the same information at one time. Uh, it was everybody's opportunity uh, to, uh, to look at the budget and talk about it, and then we had subsequent meetings after that with uh, with both the Board and the, the BAC separately. Uh, to get additional information and also to uh, to answer whatever questions they might have and and make changes based on on their input. So uh, that's kind of the process. It's pretty collaborative. It's it's pretty free flowing. Uh, uh, you know, I sometimes feel bad for Paul because I do have a financial background and and I use that, but 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 he's he's. He's very effective, uh, He does does a terrific job. I think he's going to be a good finance director for the town, and uh, yeah, he certainly knows knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah, no, I know Paul well, and I told him that he's going to be one of the guests on this podcast. Oh, he and should be, Yeah, sure. absolutely, especially as we get closer. Mm-hmm. I want to do a bunch of stuff on the budget because I think that's something that the, the whole process that enough people don't, not enough people understand it, and, um, and would like to get that out. Cool. All right. So we going back to something you had mentioned. Uh, we we're talking about town administrator versus town manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so about the form of government, we are currently Milford um, has what's referred to uh, informally as SB two. SB two. SB two. Can you kind of talk a little bit about what is SB two? What, what's what what is that form of government?
1: Well, I'll give it a go. Uh- sb2 it's you know it's now 25 almost 25 years old Uh, sb2 was was authorized uh, in 1995 and uh, it's officially the um, uh, ballot referendum form of government Uh, in a concise manner uh, what it does is it takes the annual town meeting and uh, and it divides it into two sessions. The first session is the deliberative session. It's most like uh, a typical town meeting, where all warrant articles are presented. Uh, they uh, they can be discussed, uh, debated, uh, amended uh, as uh, the people attending the uh, uh, the deliberative session um, feel is best. Um, and then the second part of that is the official ballot uh, that takes place. and it's it's all day voting uh, at which point at the end of end of that day, uh, we have newly elected officers and uh, and we have a bunch of warrant articles, and we find out which ones uh, were approved and which ones were uh, were rejected.
0: right. And that's as opposed to the old way we used to do it, which is pure town meeting, which is Similar, except for the fact that at the deliberative session, which was called town meeting, you voted on everything except elected officials. Right. Yes. So the trade-off there, as I remember it, is you would have um, uh, the town meeting. You would have more people at the town meeting, more people discussing. You, you could argue that it's a more informed discussion, a more informed vote, but um, fewer people actually voting on that. You might have. Three hundred people voting on it, right? Whereas yeah. now we have two thousand people voting, but maybe have fifty discussing. Uh, maybe fifty to hundred people that come up for a deliberative yeah. session. So I've, I've never sure.
1: experienced town meeting. Uh, that was it, maybe it's unique to New England. Uh, I think uh, it is uh, kind of a carryover, but it's 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 an interesting form of participatory government.
0: Yeah, it's 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 actually entertaining i mean you were at the deliberative session this past and we discussed mac for what four Almost hours four hours so yeah. imagine that doing that when we also had to vote on that warrant article i should say never that would have ended we spent four hours discussing dispatch you're right that, you're right so <laughs> we're going to get to that a little bit later too but um sure so um you mentioned the town manager now can you have a town manager and still have sb2 or town meeting is it you can, you can. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not because I know there's other forms of government. You can go to town council form of government, right? right? Um, yeah. In- there is. There's a couple of options there. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll deal with
1: the one that not too many uh, communities have selected. That's the the city form of government. Uh, there are 13 cities in the uh, in the state of New Hampshire. Uh, some large, like Manchester, and some. Pretty small, like uh, like the city of Franklin. Um, if uh, if communities choose a city form of government, uh, they they can choose between a council um, manager, a uh, city council, city manager form of government, or a mayor alderman form of government. Um, but either one, that council or board of aldermen, serve as both the uh, governing body, and the legislative body. And in a town form of government, uh, and you've got everything from typical town meeting to the SB2 towns. uh, like like Milford or or Amherst is also an SB2 town, um, but some towns have selected a uh, by charter a town council form of government, and there are different options from that uh, that would allow you to still have a, a town meeting, um, sometimes just for budgetary purposes, sometimes for uh, uh, for all uh, uh, town meeting type of uh, activity. Uh, and in that case, uh, the community also has to determine whether that council is going to function as both the governing body and the legislative body, or you're going to continue have the, the town meeting. So New Hampshire gives you a lot of, a lot of yeah, options. Yeah, and I areas. was just going to
0: jump in and say this. Uh, you mentioned governing and legislative. There's different in the RSAs. There are differences for the uh, folks listening. You know, some powers are granted to the governing body, which in our case is the Board of Selectmen. And and some powers are granted to the the legislative body, which in our case is the voters. But in some of these other uh, options you're talking about where the the legislative body would be a, um, like a town council, I believe can be as high as 15 members. Could be so um so what w- what would that buy us if, if we if we went to like a town council type government what what is it makes it easier I'm guessing it makes it easier to um, get bonded issues through a, something yeah, like that. yeah in some so
1: cases um, the timing could be reduced uh, for uh, for bonding uh, for making purchases uh, and and really just making decisions mm-hmm. uh, it, it could be uh, uh, could be expedited uh, because you're not waiting for that town meeting to come up uh, on an annual basis, uh, and you don't have to go to the expense of a special town meeting if you had to take immediate action. So I think it, it might be a a little uh, little more efficient, uh, uh, but but that the trade-off is it's less participatory right, for exactly. for the residents, and and that's the downside of
0: right. it. So, what do you think if we got into the size where you need to think about it oh boy <laughs> i don't know if i want to uh want to weigh in on that that's, uh, that's probably that's probably smart it's probably yeah. very prudent
1: um I, I think the town of merrimack uh, they have a town council i've attended some of their meetings uh um it's it's efficient. It's effective. Uh, residents certainly show up and voice their uh, their point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Merrimack is a town of uh, 26,000 people, I
0: think. So a little bit bigger than uh, than Milford. Yeah, something to think about. Yeah. All right. Milford. Let's move on to Milford here. Okay. Got a hypothetical question for you. All right. And when we were discussing this the other day, I didn't tell you about this one. So so let's say you are traveling. Abroad, you're in Europe somewhere, and someone and you meet some gentleman, and, he, and you tell, ask you what to do. You say you're the town administrator for Milford, New Hampshire, in the United States, mm-hmm. and he asks you, oh, tell me about what's Milford. What would you tell him? How would you describe Milford? I I would describe Milford as a, uh, you know, a fairly typical
1: New England town with a uh, a rich history. Uh, one of the uh, the draws for me about Milford, and it ties into my experience in manufacturing. I love our manufacturing base in in town, and it's terrific that we've been able to uh, retain that and even grow it. Uh, Hitchner right now is building a, uh, mm-hmm. a new a new manufacturing plant in town, and uh, and we almost it, lost them. Right? And, and we, well, we we almost. I guess it could have happened. Uh, yeah. Let's let's. We're, we're fortunate to retain that, and uh, uh, early on when I started in Milford's, one of the first things I did, I went out to visit some of our larger, uh, larger employers in town, particularly the manufacturers, and uh, I, there's few things I like better than walking through a manufacturing plant and talking to the, uh, the managers and executives and uh, getting an idea of how they're doing things and what products they're manufacturing and where their customers are. They're all, Milford's manufacturing base has customers all over the world it's 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 amazing uh, when you when you really look at who our manufacturers are in town so I'm very proud of that manufacturing base Uh, we also have a vibrant downtown Downtown's alive. It's mm-hmm. it's alive during the day. It's alive at night. Uh, there's a lot of people out and about enjoying our shops and our restaurants, and uh, and I think we should we should all be really proud of that. Uh, we have good schools. We have nice parks. We have nice, safe neighbor, uh, neighborhoods, and uh, and we have residents that I think genuinely care. About Milford, and they're they're engaged, they're in, they're involved. Oh, I agree. I so agree. so that's my my take on Milford. Um, what about
0: what what what? I'm an advocate. Give I'm, me give me a negative.
1: <laughs> I'm a walking advertisement for, for <laughs> Milford. I think.
0: What's what's uh, the challenges? What's the
1: well? There's lots of challenges. Maintaining our infrastructure is certainly one. Uh, voters have been. Very good in providing us uh, approval on on warrant articles for roads and bridges and that sort of thing, and uh, and I'll, I'm sure we'll talk about that uh, mm-hmm. as we go on here. Um, I you know if I could wave a magic wand and make one thing happen in Milford, I'd I'd love to have more parking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the selectmen made a comment at at a meeting that we've had a parking problem since horse and buggy mm-hmm. days. Well, that may be, Mm -hmm. but but at some point it'd be be great to address that. Um, There are ways we could do it. Yeah, if if we had three million bucks, if if you and I went out and bought a Powerball ticket and won, (laughs) and we wanted to donate three million bucks, we could build we could build a very nice parking garage, and I think that would spur a lot more. Economic development and economic activity and interest in downtown, and, and make it a, even a more desirable place mm-hmm. to
0: be. How big do you want Milford to
1: become? Because all of these things attract uh, exactly. people to, to our town.
0: Yeah, no, that, I agree. That actually led right into my next question, which I think you already answered it was if, if money were no object, what one thing would you do to Milford? I think
1: I'd do a parking garage if, if I could.
0: Yeah, no, I, I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I'm a big proponent of the library. I'd like to, I think I think the library could, it 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 does its job great right now. But if you kind of expand what a library is, yeah. it, you know, it gets a lot of lot of use over there. It does, and and I love the library. I think uh, I think we have a,
1: a really good library in town. Uh, could always use more space, and uh, and if we could utilize that space to help uh, it with and make, make multi-function rooms available so that you know, we could accommodate seniors and, and youth groups and you know the 8-to-80 8 crowd, uh, it would
0: uh, it'd be an even better place. Mm-hmm, oh, I agree 100%. All right, let's see. Is there anything that has really surprised you about this job, something that you never expected? uh you, since you came from the industry, I'm guessing <laughs> a lot of it did right because you it's not like you did this in another community.
1: No it's my first uh, venture into uh, town administration or, or town management uh, I think uh, you know the one thing that surprised me is things just take longer and and that's not a bad thing right. uh, in business you know sometimes you have to make, Quick decisions and uh, and change on on the go, mm-hmm. so that you uh, so that you meet deadlines or the competition or, or or whatever. But uh, but in town it has to be more deliberative, and uh, you have to engage people and uh,
0: uh, and include them in the process. So it, it, things take longer. That certainly makes a lot of sense. What would you say is your favorite part of the job? Uh, the, f- I like to get things
1: done, and uh, I've, in my entire career, uh, I've I've always enjoyed improving things, making the business better uh, than it was when I when I found it, mm-hmm. and uh, when I. Took over in Milford, it, charming town, lot of lot of good things, but uh, but there were a lot of projects that that had just been lingering on, and you know, things like like the Fletcher site, the cleanup, uh, things like South Street, um, Osgood Pond. Some of these things have been talked about for decades, and just hadn't gotten done, and. Uh, that's that's what I like about the job. I like I like getting stuff done.
0: No, that's a great answer. And I'm looking for a card that I wrote up that I don't, <laughs> which had to do with that. I was I had a list of current events. I think I can just do them off the top of my head. Um, just to give us status on where things sure uh, where things. Uh, let's see. What did I have here? Okay. Brock's property, the gravel operation. What's going on over there?
1: Well, the gravel operation is progressing. Uh, very nicely Uh, we divided it into two parts um, just for for management purposes Uh, the first part is complete Um, since we started the project um, between the gravel and timber revenue uh, we pulled in over two hundred thousand dollars in revenue to the town it's about 185,000 on the sand and gravel side, and a little over 20,000 on the uh, on the timber side. Just
0: the first part you've done.
1: That's that's where we're at to date. No, uh, that's, that's nice. Uh, so it's it's on target. Uh, we have uh, you know probably another
0: year or so to go on the uh, the gravel operation, but but it's moving along. Good. All right, the big one, road construction. What in the world's going on out there? <laughs> Here, here like what are they doing literally? Because I wasn't uh, sure. Yeah,
1: here, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to first thank voters um, for their support of, of warrant articles for infrastructure improvement. Um, we did a two million dollar warrant article for roads, and we've had a number of war, warrant articles to add to our bridge capital reserve fund. Um, we're in the final year of our road uh, paving projects. Uh, we have done about 16 miles of roads. When we did the warrant article, we had planned for 11 miles. So we're ahead of that plan. Uh, we've also been able to do about uh, half a mile of sidewalks, uh, adding to our, uh, I, I think it's about 13 miles of sidewalks that we have. Uh, we've also improved some some significant drainage problems in town. Uh, yeah, we're just finishing up one on uh, South Street and Prospect Webster, and uh, we did one on Clinton this year, and even uh, King and George Streets. Uh, so we've really focused on on those things. Uh, we uh, are working with water utilities now to uh, to finish up. Uh, uh, a project on Nashua and um, uh, Union Streets, uh, a little bit on Elm Street also. Um, water Utilities was replacing uh, water and sewer lines, and uh, and we're left with a big trench patch in there. And uh, you know, we worked with them so that we wouldn't be left with just a patch over that trench. Uh, yeah. It, if you drive down Nashua Street or Street or, or Union Street, you know there's there's a lot of uh, rough surfaces there. So, uh, so our uh, Public Works Director uh, uh, Rick uh, Rick Grindu and our Highway Manager um, uh, Chris Anton worked with uh, the Water Utilities Director Kevin Stetson, um, looking at what they had in the bid package uh, for uh, for that trench patch, and we found that for a few dollars more, 30-some thousand dollars more, we could end up- Just a few. (laughs) Just a few, but but well worth it, because we will end up taking Nashua Street and milling that. Milling is grinding off of the top inch and a half of pavement and laying down new pavement, curb to curb, from about Linden Street to High Street. So that's gonna be brand new driving surface. And that's gonna be this summer? That's gonna be this summer. That'll be in August. And uh, on Union Street, that road is in such bad shape mm-hmm. that um, we will be uh, reclaiming that road. That means we grind down about six to ten inches and regrade that packet, and then repave on top of that. So they'll look like brand. It'll look. It'll be brand new pavement on those downtown streets.
0: Wow, that's also this summer.
1: That's also this summer, nice. and uh, it, the savings to the town by working with water utilities here is, is, is over $150,000. So we're That's paying 30000 30 grand or so for it, but, uh, but in, in the grand scheme of things, if we were doing this just as a public works project, it would have cost us close to two hundred. Wow wow oh that's great it's, it's it's getting rough out there driving right now <laughs> so the, the challenge going forward is maintaining that infrastructure though right. and uh, you know I certainly hope that voters will continue to support us I believe that uh, the selectmen will put forward a uh, another warrant article in
0: 2020 uh, for for another road bond great all right good Pond dredging I believe phase two was approved by the voters, right? Yes, yes it was. Uh, Phase one involved uh, about
1: uh, five acres of the pond. Um, We have another uh, land water conservation uh, fund grant uh, allowing us to expand that. It's been approved. Uh, We're now working with the, uh, the state um, to get all the, uh, the permits and approvals that we need on that. And uh, we'll go out and um, you know, probably try to do uh, maybe another uh, 10 acres if we can. Uh, so it's it's going to be a great looking pond. It's already nice oh, yeah. looking uh, compared to what we had be, had before. But um, is that likely to happen week, this year? It, it's, it's, it's probably it, not. It's, I'm it's, guessing. It's getting yeah, late. It's getting a little late in the year. That might uh, that might
0: end up being a next year project. I don't know when the state will finish everything that they need to do. Okay, fire station. I, I think I think there's an open house this weekend. If there I remember is, right, there is one tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, we're having
1: uh, a. Uh, most most places would call it a ribbon cutting, but when you get to fire stations, they call it a hose decoupling. We're going to decouple uh-huh. a a couple of fire hoses and uh, open our newly expanded and renovated uh, fire station. And that's and, tomorrow. Uh, it's tomorrow from from ten till twelve. And nice. uh, that's that's on the. It's been well publicized,
0: I, I believe. So yeah, I saw I, it on Facebook. I
1: think it really uh, the station turned out great. Yeah, I I have great compliments for uh, uh, captain Ken Flaherty who uh, who really grabbed this project and uh, and was was our main uh, contact working with the uh, the construction companies and the general contractor and the architect uh, Ken did a terrific job and uh, everybody over at the fire station that pitched in uh, it's a it was a terrific group effort and uh, the fire station just looks terrific
0: yeah and um- I believe it's public information that Chief Kelly's retiring. Chief Kelly is retiring. (laughs) Now we're going to edit this.
1: (laughs) Chief Kelly is retiring uh, at the end of the month. And uh, after a pretty extensive uh, uh, recruitment process, uh, we had uh, 39 candidates for uh, for a fire chief, uh, some from New Hampshire, some from our surrounding uh, New England states. Um, We had some from as far away as Florida and South Carolina. Mm -hmm. We even had one international candidate from Spain. Uh, So after a pretty exhaustive search, uh, we uh, narrowed that down to a group for second interviews and our Final selection as new chief uh, ended up being an internal candidate. So That was my next
0: question. was were there any <laughs>
1: internal candidates? We are thrilled to promote from within, and uh, Captain Ken Flaherty will take over as fire chief effective uh, Sunday, July 21st. Oh,
0: that's outstanding. I had not heard that. Is that. Has that been public information? It's been, I been, been have, announced. I haven't yeah, been listening. It's been announced I guess. internally. Oh, congratulations, Ken. All right, last one, MacBase. We don't want to get too much into this. Show. Just what, what is the status? Where 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 are we in that whole process? Well, as you know, uh,
1: the whole subject of dispatch is uh, is certain to generate uh, pro and con comments from a, a wide variety of people in and around town. Mm-hmm. Uh, MacBase has provided. Uh, Good service to uh, to regional communities for for over 30 years uh, unfortunately the equipment is old and even the MAC based Board of Governors will admit that it we need an upgrade mm-hmm. uh, and upgrades in dispatch equipment cost a lot of money so whether we do a Milford only dispatch or we continue to work with our neighboring communities, the member towns that are part of MACBase, uh, everybody needs to be prepared for a, uh, a pretty sizable expense in upgrading dispatch equipment. but. We haven't made that type of expense since we started it, and and it's time. Yeah,
0: so where are we in that process right now? I believe an RFQ went out? There's an RFQ out for a uh, consultant to help us
1: evaluate where we are. Okay. And and the best solution, whether it's a Milford-only solution or a uh, regional solution, Um, that RFQ is out. Uh, We're looking for responses uh, in the next few weeks. the board of selectmen, uh, Milford board of selectmen, have invited the member towns, Wilton and uh, Mont Vernon selectmen, uh, to a meeting on uh, July 29th at 6 p.m. to um, to discuss dispatch on uh, a regional basis and how we might go forward. Okay. so so things are moving uh, it's been a, a slow process but I think it comes back to a comment that I made earlier it's it's a very deliberative process yeah.
0: and what what um, what's the status on the current contract was it ex- extended for one year did I hear that no the um,
1: intermunicipal agreement with uh, Mac base and the member towns was extended for two years okay so it will expire December 31st 2020 but that day will be on us very quickly. And right. um, it's, it's really time for the boards, and I'll just leave it at the boards, mm-hmm. plural, um, to make decisions about how we're going to go forward. Because uh, we have communication issues that affect our police officers. And they have dealt with it for a long time. But uh, we
0: deserve to provide a solution to them. Definitely. Great. All right. One last thing I want to do just to end on a good note. I've got some lightning round questions. <laughs> the, just lightning, the, round the lightning round. round. Quick, quick one word questions just, just to learn a little bit more about Mr. Bender. Okay. All right. The Beatles or Led Zeppelin? Beatles. Your favorite season? Oh, fall. Apple or Android.
1: Oh, Android. <laughs> I, you know, I have to qualify that one, though. Uh, because I bought Apple stock quite a long time ago. And uh, I was always proud of the fact that uh, yeah, m- my kids all had Apple devices and all, all that sort of thing. And I just said, listen, the only thing Apple that I own is the stock. And it's done very well.
0: (laughs) I I agree, it has. But from
1: a a usability standpoint, I'm Android.
0: All right. Besides Milford or Amherst, what's your favorite U.S. city? My
1: favorite U.S. city, geez.
0: Kind of like Savannah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've never been there. Oh, you should go. (laughs) I should. Last song that you listened to intentionally, downloaded it, put it on a CD or something like that.
1: Oh, last downloaded the last song. I guess I do. I don't do a lot of downloading. Um, I'm more of a. I, I still like to listen to the whole CD. So, uh,
0: I, I don't know. Okay, I, that's good. <laughs> All right. What historical figure, alive or dead, would you like to have over for dinner?
1: Historical figure gosh there's a lot of them um maybe Ben Franklin oh that's nice all
0: right Red Sox or Patriots um Indians and Steelers (laughs) okay and that that works what is the last Halloween costume that you wore uh I, I don't know. I'm a little too old to remember that. Really? Yeah, Can I go back now? You don't have a Superman costume? No, no. All right. And finally, Amherst or Milford? Um, <laughs> right on the border. <laughs> that, that's the safe question. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can you think of anything you want to talk about that we haven't hit? Um, we hit a lot of things, I think. I, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. I,
1: I enjoyed the, uh, uh, the conversation. We, uh, we certainly covered uh, a lot of different topics uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun for yeah. for nearly five years uh, uh, but I, I think my time is nearly up here uh, I uh, you told, said that to me I haven't I didn't say anything that wasn't well sure. I, I told the board that I am, am contemplating uh, retirement mm-hmm. uh, I have a date in mind. Uh, February twentieth, twenty twenty. It's quite the uh, date. O two twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, all <laughs> these numbers. They just made. I looked at the calendar. It kind of made sense to me. It gets us through uh, another budget season, uh, another deliberative session, and uh, yeah, but but I haven't made a final decision, and you know I'll certainly work with the board and give them plenty of time to uh, to recruit somebody because it's it's a time-consuming process, mm-hmm. and uh, I I wouldn't wouldn't leave them hanging. Well, that's good leave that's them good. or the town hanging it's been uh it's been it's been a good good five years good it has ride. been
0: it has been all right well thank you very much um uh so i guess it's a good good place to stop i also want to thank our gtm uh, media uh, media manager chris Gentbury, sitting over sitting over there he was i guess he was our producer director engineer audio technician jack of all trades today so thank you chris Um, So I just wanted to say if you we enjoyed doing this today, if any listeners, if you have any comments, um, uh, you can reach us in many ways. uh, The Granite Town Media Facebook page. If you want to leave a comment, let us know um, any ideas for future future guests or what you liked, what you didn't like about this. Um, uh, you can email either Chris or myself I, I'm sure I won't bother giving the email addresses they're easy enough to find these days you can find us on the town website or on Facebook um, so again thank you for listening Thank you mark my pleasure and it was fun. maybe we'll have you back uh, in six months or something in, in the update <laughs> well thank you very much and keep an eye out for future episodes Thanks Tim. nice job Chris thanks.